Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kerr. Today's poem is by Charles Cosley. He was a Cornish poet who lived from 1917 to 2003. He was also a schoolmaster and writer. And if you uh, go to the UK, you can you can see the school where Cosley was a teacher and a pupil. He, he was both a student and a teacher at the school. It is in a place, uh, I, I'll obviously going to butcher this, but it's uh, called Launceston, I believe. It's in Cornwall. It's a quaint little school. You can look them up on Wikipedia. You can, you can uh, see uh, what that school looks like. We don't make schools like this in America anymore. But the, the poem that I'm going to read today is, is called, I Am the Great Sun. And it begins with a little epigraph that says, from a Normandy crucifix of 1632. It goes like this. I am the great sun, but you do not see me. I am your husband, but you turn away. I am the captive, but you do not free me. I am the captain, but you will not obey. I am the truth, but you will not believe me. I am the city where you will not stay. I am your wife, your child, but you will leave me. I am that God to whom you will not pray. I am your counsel, but you will not hear me. I'm your lover, whom you will betray. I am the victor, but you do not cheer me. I am the holy dove, whom you will slay. I am your life, but if you will not name me, seal up your soul with tears and never blame me. Hmm. That's a... um. That's a challenging poem. Um, there's a, a site called The Imaginative Conservative. Many of you probably have uh, read some of their writing before. They've got a lot of stuff on literature and poetry and all that sort of thing. And um, a writer named Joseph Pierce published a blog post about this poem. And I wanted to read the first paragraph of that to you. And again, you can go to theimaginativeconservative.org to learn more about uh, what they're doing and read some of their stuff there. It's great if you're looking for uh, resources on, on classical thought, it's a great place to go. So here's Joseph Pierce's uh, blog post. It goes like this. Quote, It is 60 years since the Cornish poet Charles Cosley published his profound sonnet, I Am the Great Sun. Yet as is the way with great art, its power is as undiminished by the passage of time as is its meaning. The Great Sun is, of course, God himself, the great I am to whom we owe our very existence. And yet, as the poet laments, we do not honor the dead. On the contrary, as all of human history has demonstrated, we continually spurn him, either by denying him, defying him, or perhaps worst of all, by simply forgetting all about him. The truth is that we replace the I am, who always is, with our own ridiculous I am, making ourselves the center of our own diminished and ever-diminishing cosmos, which shrivels as surely as we do. This inversion of the true order of things is as old as sin itself. It was the sin of Satan who preferred to rule in his own self-made hell than to serve the one who gave him his being. And it was the sin of our own first parents who preferred the seductive lie that they might be gods to the God-given gifts of life, love, and paradise that had been lavished on them. End quote. I wanted to read that because I think the themes that um, Joseph Pierce is getting at in Cosley's poems are are well represented by the use of anaphora in this poem. Anaphora being a literary device wherein the writer repeats a word or phrase at the beginning of successive clauses. 
as in I am the, I am the over and over and over again. There's something liturgical about that, right? There's almost a call and response nature to it. The repetition creates form and structure and pattern and rhythm and expectation, all those things that are um, so valuable and necessary in, in poetry. But it's interesting how it also mirrors this concept of, for example, the line says, you do not pray. Um, I am the God to whom you will not pray. The suggestion that you know we must repeatedly turn to God, we must repeatedly recognize who he is. We must repeatedly do all the things that the poem says we do not do. So that's kind of an interesting inversion there. The anaphora itself speaks to um, the things that we ought to and, and need to be doing if you're a believer. And, and thus, in a way, the pattern itself is the true order that Joseph Pierce speaks of, the true order that we so often reject. So I, I, I wanted to read that first paragraph because, I, first of all, it's, it's a nice bit of writing explaining this poem a little bit, but also I think that it helps get at the, the concept of anaphora here. Of course, the, as I said, it's, there's a liturgical sense about, um, about this poem that the anaphora speaks to. Um, if you're from a liturgical church tradition, you'll recognize these repeated lines, these repeated patterns. And thus, in a way, reading this poem, memorizing it, say, it can be an act of prayer um, in and of itself. Well, uh, one more time, here is Charles Cosley's sonnet, I Am the Great Son. From a Normandy Crucifix of 1632. I am the great son, but you do not see me. I am your husband, but you turn away. I am the captive, but you do not free me. I am the captain, but you will not obey. I am the truth, but you will not believe me. I am the city where you will not stay. I am your wife, your child, but you will leave me. I am that God to whom you will not pray. I am your counsel, but you will not hear me. I am your lover whom you will betray. I am the victor, but you do not cheer me. I am the holy dove whom you will slay. I am your life, but if you will not name me, seal up your soul with tears and never blame me. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Monday with another poem for you.